0: I.V.M. The Croc's Tales by Anand Sivkumar. This fortnight, we're doing something different. As you guys know, my books come out, Natasha Mehra Must Die. So, over these four episodes, I'm going to be introducing you to different characters from the book, different situations, a whole lot of stuff that hopefully intrigues you enough to want to read the book. Let's start with, meet Natasha Mehra. Natasha Mehra hated her name. Probably because all throughout childhood, kids with their characteristic antipathy towards addressing their peers by anything but mono or disyllabic monikers had reduced her name to nuts. Not nats, which might still have had some pretension to coolness, but nuts. And let's face it, nuts led to all manner of cheap jokes. She's nuts, literally. Guess what Nuttiness Nuts did now? It also didn't help that nuts, um, sorry, Natasha had a natural aversion for the normal and boring and had consequently embarked on escapades that sort of reinforced the urban legend that she was not all there, thus propagating the credo, nuts by name and nuts by game. If anyone else had sneaked into the boys' school next door, to pelt their reigning sports captain with eggs. As retribution for his making fun of girls playing cricket and football, they would probably have been heralded for their spunk and daring. But cursed with a nickname that led to all her accomplishments being viewed with derision rather than admiration, she who by right should have been the heroine of the pack, ended up as the Joker. Don't get it wrong. It wasn't that Natasha was weird-looking or plain Okay, she wasn't the belle of the campus, but she was no beast either. She had a tall athletic frame, legs so long and strong that they could send a football soaring or a guy staggering. Her hair was cut short enough for the pixies to want to induct her into their fold. With a shy and winsome smile, she could have even been quite attractive. Unfortunately, the smile showed up less often than the moon turning a hazy shade of azure. And the rest of her attractiveness was usually well camouflaged behind the veneer of prickly defensiveness that came from a lifetime of being mocked at and laughed. Perhaps she wouldn't have turned out such a loner, aloof, angry, and with an aura of simmering violence surrounding her, had it not been for Alok. The cute debating champion, two years Natasha's senior, who had broken through her defenses when she was in the 10th standard. It had taken over a month, but at the end of it, when he smiled at her or winked, She blushed and grinned back. When he sat opposite her in the canteen and stole half her lunch, she felt elated. The last time anyone had eaten with her was way back in the third standard when Shruti and she had been besties. But Shruti's dad moved to Kochin, and Natasha had been left with an aching void. For someone who'd hardly had a friend in the last eight odd years to suddenly have a cute guy shower so much attention and affection on her, Natasha was over the moon. And when Alok invited her as his date to the graduation party, it was a dream come true. Only too quickly, it became a nightmare. It was Alok who came up with the idea of pranking everyone at the party by showing up in just their underclothing and a cape. Natasha, eager to prove to her beau that she was as Bindas as her reputation and worthy of him, was more than happy to oblige. Unfortunately, it was she who was being pranked. She who ran from the party in tears when a dapperly dressed Alok led the humiliation squad who laughed and jeered at her. It was she who spent the next month not able to look anyone in the eye when she passed them, knowing that they were passing around videos of her mortification. She who ended up now being called Nangi Nuts. And thanks to YouTube, it wasn't just people in her school who would snigger when they recognized her from the clips. Sure. She broke Alok's nose the next day. But that didn't make up for his breaking of her heart and her trust and turning her into someone who just wouldn't let anyone else close to her ever again. That's who she was at this point in the story. In her first year of college, yet denied the carefree, fun-filled life of a normal collegian. Cut off from the gifts of friendship and romance, blessings everyone else her age took for granted but could not ever be hers. Irrationally, perhaps, but Natasha saw her name as the epitome of the f***ed up state her life was in. And she hated it with all her heart. But even she would never have thought that this name that had blighted her life would one day become the reason for the expedited end of her existence. Put simply, she would never have ever dreamt that her name would become her death warrant. But that's exactly What happened? That's Natasha Mehra. To find out why someone wants to kill every Natasha Mehra, you'll have to read the book. Till the next time, this is Anand Sivkumaran saying, Cheerio!